make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. So today we have on a very special guest, Miss Natasha Brooks, one of our very own Cougars. Went to school with Tasha. I'm so proud of her. She's doing great. CEO of Wealth Watchers Credit Solution. Didn't want to mess that up. LLC. She also do a plethora of other things. So she has multiple streams of income. And you know how we like to do. We like to pick the brain, see what's going on, and let them share their knowledge with us. So without further ado, let's bring on Natasha Brooks. Hey, Tasha, I don't see you, but can you hear me? Uh-oh, I don't know what happened, y'all, but I hope you guys had a great work week so far. It's hump day. It was a short week for some of us because we have Memorial Day weekend off. I hope everybody, you know, were safe, had fun, spent time with family, friends, or whoever you, whomever you decided to spend your Memorial Day weekend with or day I hope you guys did it productively and successfully. Hope you guys have a great remaining of the work week. And, you know, as I always say, for the ones that work on the weekends, just be thankful you do have a job. Some people do not have that. So be thankful that you do have that income coming in. What Tasha can help with us, though, and I call her Tasha because I do, you know, I I know her personally. Um, But what Natasha can help us with today is rebuilding that credit and even getting you into a home. So don't be shy. Don't be upset. Don't be nervous. You know, reach out. Sometimes we have to help each other. Sometimes you don't know what it takes to get your credit back together. Sometimes you don't know what it takes to dispute things. Let her help you. That's what she's here for. And she'll be joining us very, very soon. Um, technical difficulties. But of course, again, my eyelashes like, what's killing me? We cannot get upset. <laughs> Who said that? That went by so quick. <laughs> hey, Mr. Raymond. <laughs> we cannot get upset by things we have no control over. So with that being said, we're having a little technical difficulties, but she'll be back very soon. And Raymond, um, I'm going to take that as a a compliment. I hope to be there someday. You know, y'all, my eyelash is like really killing me. It looks very, very low. Must mean I need some Z's, huh? I need some rest. I don't know. But anywho, Natasha Brooks, again, is the CEO of Wealth Watchers Credit Solution, LLC. She owns a cleaning company. She's a licensed realtor in Florida. She has a nonprofit organization. So she has a lot going on. We can really learn from her. Hey, Melvin, how are you doing? While we're waiting for her to come back on, make sure you guys join us on Clubhouse every Thursday. We're talking about different topics. Instead of you guys hearing just me, you now can hear Freema and friends. So it's a few of us that come on. We talk, bring you guys up as speakers so we can all speak together and, and not just type and respond to me on Facebook. We can now hear each other's voices. So make sure y'all join us every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on Clubhouse. If you need an invite, we'll be happy to send you an invite. 
if you plan on attending the sessions on Thursday. I don't care what you do afterwards, but please be in there on Thursday nights in Clubhouse. If you need an invite, holler at me and we can make that happen for you. Again, the disclaimer, you must be in the session on Thursdays. You don't have to speak, but we would like you to come on. I hope you guys are having a great day today. I'm having a a semi-weird week, if that makes sense. I've been in kind of a funk. I don't know why, y'all. For the ones that practice and studies the universe and all that stuff, is there something going on in the universe that I'm unaware of? What's going on? Why am I in a funk today? Somebody tell me. I am drinking um, some, what is this? Some type of wine. I can't even remember. Strawberry Moscato, if I'm saying that right. I think it's strawberry Moscato. Natasha Brooks, what is going on? Where are you? Raymond says, summertime. What does that mean? When when you say that, I think about Will Smith. I think he's saying that song. Summer, summertime. Summertime. So my daughter, she's eavesdropping. She heard me trying to say the wine and she brings it to me. Um, it's sweet strawberry. That's what it is. I am drinking street strawberry today. Just a little bit of it. Nothing major. She's back. She's back. Right. <laughs> what happened? The, the entire power went out in my building and it just came back on and the internet is still down. Oh, goodness. Well, listen, listen, I always tell them everything happens for a reason. We can't get upset about things we cannot change. So right. It happened and we're here. We're still here. I said the devil is a liar. Not today. Right. <laughs> be on any other time, but today, not today. Not today because you got to get out there. You got to let these people know what you got going on. Right. So, they got, they got I was telling them a little bit about you, you know, the CEO of Credit Watchers um, Solutions, LLC. You have your cleaning company, your nonprofit organization, and your realtor, um, licensed realtor in the state of Florida. Um, Seems like I gave all your information away, like, right? <laughs> so, you did. You, so, you um, gave away a lot. <laughs> I gave away a lot. So um, just go ahead and pretend I didn't say that and tell us a little about yourself. Okay, well, um, my name is Natasha Brooks. I am originally from Orangeburg, South Carolina, and I currently reside in Jacksonville, Florida. I do own a few companies. Uh, Wealth Watchers Credit Solution is my credit repair company. Um, I repair business credit, um, build business credit, and personal credit. Um, I have Family First Cleaning Services, which is a, a commercial cleaning services and also residential. I am a licensed realtor in the state of Florida. I have Opulent Investments Portfolio, which is my um, investment company for real estate. And I also have a nonprofit, Team Mothers Excelling at Life, where I do mentoring and coaching um, to young girls who's either dropped out of high school, looking to get back in school, or is in school and having trouble keeping up with their grades, um, need mentorship, trying to enter into college. So that's my businesses. <laughs> wow. Listen, I should have been taking notes. There's so much I just want to ask you right now. So let's start with the um, your Wealth Watchers. Okay. How did you get into that? What made you decide? Because that's giving back in a way. You know, that's helping people out. What, what steered you in that direction? Okay. So with Wealth Watchers, I wanted to do credit repair for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the first reason is because I'm a realtor and I was coming across a lot of buyers who had the income to purchase, but didn't have the credit to purchase. They wasn't credit ready. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So I would send them to like other companies, um, bigger companies, smaller companies say, hey, yeah, send you out your buyer. We'll get their credit right within like four to six months. We'll send them back to you. And then you'll be ready. They'll be ready to purchase the home. And that wasn't the case. So I'm like, okay, so I need to figure out a way to help because I myself was in that situation where I had bad credit and had to fix it. I myself was like, I can do it, but I didn't want to take on that responsibility. So I was like, you know, I'll give them the tools that they need so they can repair their credit. And like a lot of people, they work, they have businesses, they have families, they don't get around to doing it. So I was like, you know what, I'll get to it later, maybe later. But my spiritual mom pulled me into the office one night and was like, start the business. You say you want multiple streams of income, start the business. Because I literally was helping people for free. And so I birthed Wealth Watchers Credit Solutions, started helping people um, repair their credit. Uh, People who don't have any credit, help them build their credit. And also when it comes to like businesses that Mm -hmm. don't have credit, I help them build their foundation of their business and then build their business credit as well. Wow. Wow. Because see, on my end, I haven't did any of that um, with Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. It's just Let's Sip and Talk with Freema LLC. And I haven't, you know, went any further as far as the business side. So I probably need to be Uh speaking with you to help me build that side of it up. Okay. Most definitely. Because I mean, Miss Miss Sip and Talk may want to build it. She may want some signs, you know, want to get into a lease and start doing things. And it's better to have it separate from your personal credit anyway because with business credit they love when you're maxing out cars utilizing what they give you as far as line of credit because it's like okay they need it i'm making interest and we're building business relationships versus uh your personal credit where your utilization is like 30 percent. so Mm -hmm. once you get there you start losing points for maxing out your cars using all the money because it looks like you're a credit risk so it's good to build business credit and separate it from your personal credit wow how do you juggle like with your cleaning company um your nonprofit where you're mentoring how do you juggle all of this how do you prioritize like (laughs) How do you do all of this, Natasha? It's team building. Everyone has to have a team. I had to learn that I couldn't do it one, you know, by myself. I was a one-man band, and I was Mm -hmm. being drained. So you have to get like-minded people, people with the same spirit as you. Like, especially my nonprofit, I'm I'm working with... underprivileged teen girls who's mothers so i have so people have to have a heart for people you know who's going through a struggle who don't have the best education who don't stay in like the best neighborhoods you know who don't have the same opportunities as some people um not because they can't but because they may don't have a ride to get to a job interview or if they have to take a bus to get to work and they may be late and they're losing jobs so you have to have the same type of heart but the main thing was to build a team same thing for clean i had to have dependable cleaners um, I literally just gave corporate America the keys back um, at the end of April. I was working nine to six and holding um, these jobs down in my company. So wow. I had to build a dependable team to keep everything afloat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kudos to you. Kudos Thank to you. you. From Thank the you. Natasha I knew in school to seeing you on Facebook, this professional young woman just doing her thing. I'm so proud of you. Kudos to you. I appreciate that. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. And even with these, the children or the young ladies that you're mentoring, you now can help them build credit, get homes. So they don't realize they have stepped themselves into a gold mine. You know, like they, they slept and found someone that actually can help them just succeed in life. How does that make you feel? Knowing that you're helping someone from maybe the bottom up, I don't know, but just, you know, hypothetically speaking, Mm -hmm. from the bottom up and you're capable of actually lifting someone. How does that make you feel internally? 
it it makes me feel it makes me feel really good. It makes me feel real good. Um, honestly, is is breathtaking. Um, it encourages me because I've been there before. Right. Um, just a little background. I know you know me from school, but I was a teen mom, so I had my first child at fifteen, and and it was hard. Uh, it was really hard trying to juggle school, schoolwork, a newborn, and everything like that. Like life is really hard in some situations. Mm -hmm. um, so I put myself in um, my mentee's foot, like feet. Like what do you what mm -hmm. do you need? What did I need when I was a teen mom? You mm -hmm. know, where did I need the help? You know, what was I struggling with? So to be able to give back is is like really breathtaking. Like it's refreshing because mm -hmm. I know that I could kind of be like the mediator. You know, I stand in the gaps so they won't follow my same footsteps per se, right. you know, especially when you have children young, it, it's pretty hard. So I just want to be there. So they don't have to fall behind or drop yeah, out right. or skip class or think, well, I need to get a job and education is not important because, you know, education is important. Right. So it feels good to be able to give back because I don't want them to follow the same, like the pattern I've followed. So. But you did, Tasha, you, you did amazing. Even as a teen mom, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. you did amazing. You had your babies, you kept your babies and look, look at you now. You get what I'm saying? And now they have a mom that just is blowing up and, and uh -huh. can and lead them in the right direction. So, I mean, hey, you learn from someone and now, like you said, you're giving back and just keep that up. Keep that up. Thank I, I just you. I appreciate it. I'm blown away. What would you tell like, the little Tasha's, even though I know you have your, your mentees and you know, the individuals that you help, but what would you tell the individuals that feel like, okay, I want to help people, you know, become better at maintaining their credit or getting better credit scores or higher credit scores. Or what do you tell the individuals that don't have that off to do it? Or even the older people that feel like they want to get into that field. What do you tell them? How would you motivate them to, to strive for what they want to do? The thing about it is with motivation, you have to see value in it. That's the key. Mm -hmm. um, you, If you don't see or have value in something, you, you, you don't want to do anything with it. So I will have to teach them the value of good credit, what credit does, especially okay. when you can leverage credit to use other people's money, which I do a lot with <laughs> high-end credit cards. But you have to see the value in having good credit. Um, especially when you want to um, purchase a home, purchase a car, or like right. you said, even starting a business. Because sometimes when you don't have business credit, you have to leverage your personal credit, to, you know, to get you on the right foot to start building business credit. Right. So right. I would say, see the value in it. Um, become educated and knowledgeable about your credit, um, what you can and cannot do, what you need to do and what you don't need to do, um, and have a goal. If you don't have a goal, then it's, you're really not you know, reaching for anything. So you have yeah. to have a goal. What do you want to do with your credit? Because for people who have bad credit, who really don't have any goals, they really don't care about credit. They don't care. Um, so my clients that come to me, they have a goal. They have an end goal. I want to purchase a home. I want to purchase a car or the car that I have is I love my car, but the interest rate is like double digits. They're like right. 25, 26%. I want to refinance that car. Or I have these secure credit cards is only three and $400. Um, Natasha, I see you posting credit cards. People getting 15,000, right, right. Look, I, I want to be in that number. You know, what do I need to do? So that's, a, that's what I encourage and motivate with. What do, what do you value? What's your right. goal? Okay. So when you have a goal, then you can kind of pick it back off of that. Just kind of encourage them to kind of get to their goal because it's a journey. It's a journey. I, I'm going to be hitting you up very soon because I need to I need to start this business portfolio. I need to go ahead and, and put it out there. Um, let me ask you this. 
as as um teenagers or, mm-hmm. or people in school, you know, our age, we didn't get taught about credit. What age do you think um parents, mentors, or, or whatever, what age do you think we should start speaking with our children about credit and how important it is? It depends on the child because some okay. children, um, they are further along in knowledge and education and understanding than others. Mm-hmm. So it depends on your child. So if your child at the age of 14, 15 is asking questions about, hey, I want um, these shoes, these clothes, I want to do this, then now is the time to start teaching them about budgeting and okay. then um, about credit. And then you have some that's uh, further along in high school that's about to go to college. So before they even exit high school is a good time to say, hey, let me teach you about credit because just keep in mind, once you hit that credit, I mean, that college campus, you got everybody giving out credit cards. Yeah. You get a credit card. You get a credit card. Right. You get a credit card. And it looks like free money. Like, oh, you're going to give me 500. I can get a thousand. Uh, let me get the card. So I don't really have a specific age. You just have okay. to know what your child is and what they can maintain and understand. So yeah. at whatever age they understand and maintain about budgeting, finances then you start teaching them about credit most definitely because you don't want to teach them too young they don't care they don't understand right, and right. you don't want to catch them too old because by that time they're probably already um dibbling and dabbling in credit applying for things anyway denied or approval and they're already heading in the wrong direction because they don't have the education to understand what they're doing absolutely wow kudos to you tosh i love it i love it <laughs> Uh, Raymond said, love is value. She said the right word, value. Black Americans, I value each and every one of you. And we value you too, Raymond. Thank, Thank you. you. So I appreciate it. Love it, Raymond. Yes. Um, he also said, good question, Freeman Kennedy. Ask about youth credit. Sound like my Jewish friends. Yeah, we need to know. Um, and Tasha, I don't know if you will agree, me, agree with me on this one, but a lot of us, you know, I'm going to just use myself as an example, didn't know about putting your kids on the credit cards as authorized users, you know, to help build their credit before they graduate high school and all that good stuff. So a lot of us are oblivious to a lot of things. So it's good to have people like yourself, you know, to share that information with us. We do appreciate it. But is that true? Can we put our kids on our credit cards um, so they can go ahead and start establishing that good credit. Most definitely can. That is one of the fastest ways to kick off to get your kids to good credit um, is adding them on as an authorized user. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always tell the parents and people use it with caution because if you're not going to be responsible when you're using the card, you're going to damage your credit and your children's mm-hmm. credit. So if you're Absolutely. not going to use the correct utilization, then don't. So, um, you know, no credit is just as bad as bad credit. So why start them out with bad credit? If you're not going to utilize it now, yeah, if you're a responsible adult or responsible parents like, hey, I'm going to keep my utilization under 20 percent or because I don't like the 30 percent. 30 percent is the utilization, but you're kind yeah, of rocking the boat. What, right? what happens if your interest rate, you know, you, you know, you just accidentally go over and you're running to get gas and you use the wrong card and you're over the 30 percent. You know oh, gotcha. So I most definitely if you're going to be a responsible adult and you say, hey, I keep up with my payment history. I keep up with my utilization. Most definitely add them on um, as an authorized user. 
And another thing too, um, ask the companies you have cards with your bank. Hey, what's the age I can add a child on as an authorized user? You know, like Capital One starts at 15, 16. Um, Navy Federal starts at 18. So get the age. So you might have some cards now that allow a younger age for cards because not okay. all card or lenders say it has to be 18. You have some that um, do 15 and 16. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that information. How can someone locate you if, if they're tuning in or they know someone that can utilize you? How do they find you, Natasha? Um, you can find me um, via Facebook. I'm on Facebook, Wealth Watchers Credit Solution. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Wealth Watchers Credit Solution. Um, my company, Wealth Watchers Credit Solutions, you can call me. I have a toll-free number. 1-800-588-3905. Um, you can also email me, um, Natasha at WealthWatchersCreditSolution with no S.com. Or I can do my regular email, WealthWatchersCredit at gmail.com. Okay. So you, you can contact, I mean, you might even do the bad signal. I might come to your rescue when it comes to credit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. I don't want to keep you too long because listen, you got a lot going on and I love it. It's a lot of good stuff going on, right. you know, so keep up the good work. Keep being you. Keep being knowledgeable. Keep sharing your knowledge because we need individuals like you in our lives for the ones that just don't know it. Um, Demetria said, is it 30% on each card or your total credit cards? For an example, if I have three credit cards. So she want to know if it's just that one master card or all three, the master and the visas. So you're going to say, you're going to look at both. So it's 30% for each card and overall. So with credit cards, you can potentially take two hits or take two increases. So if you have two cards, just say two cards. Mm -hmm. And you're at 30% at on one and 40% on the other, you're going to take a hit on that 40%. But if overall you're under 30%, you're overall, you're good um, on your credit. But if you're average on one, but your overall is good, you're going to take one hit, not two. But if you are over on both your cards, that means you're going to be uh, average on overall. So you're going to take two hits. So when it comes uh -huh. to credit and utilization, you can potentially, potentially take two hits. So just say, don't even take 30% out your head. Don't even try to go to 30%. Do 20% is good. Anything 10% and under is excellent. So if you have the capability of staying as low as possible, stay as low as possible. That way you can maintain your credit with your scores. Also, potential increase the lower you stay, especially with the more utilization that you have with cards. Yeah, true. Um I don't know what Paula was saying. Bad signal. I don't know what that means. I don't know if she was trying to say bad signal or not. I'm no, not sure. No, bad signal. You know how like um, Batman, when somebody needs trouble, they put up the bad signal. Oh. And I come, then he comes running. That's me. Oh, okay. Well, I'm like, I don't know. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. I'm not going to let you stay in that situation. I'm on the way. Okay. I'm sorry, Paula. I was like, I don't know. They call me a blonde, Paula. Pay me no attention. All I know is to be who I am. So thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> um, Christian said, perfect. Nicole said, how many credit cards would you say is too many? To me, I wouldn't say any card is too many. I currently hold 18 credit cards. <laughs> See, before, before we was knowledgeable, before, you know, you came on, I would have been like, 18, that's just too many, you know. But okay, so it just depends on your utilization and keeping and it under that 20% to, and not 30%. You need to know how to lever leverage your credit and you need to know what you're using. Because my mm -hmm. thing is the more credit cards you have, the more money you have. 
So if I have a car that's a thousand dollars and I'm spending like three hundred dollars, like thirty percent, that's three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But if I have a car that's one thousand dollars, one that's five thousand dollars, a twenty thousand dollar car, and I go spend two thousand dollars, I'm not taking a hit. So the more cars mm-hmm. you have, it's gonna be better. And you, like I always tell my clients, I'd rather you have it and not need it versus need it and not have it. Absolutely. You know because what happens when you got one car that's two thousand dollars? And your engine go out on your car. You gonna swipe that car. You gonna swipe that car. Now money. you take a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need transportation. But what happens when you got a two thousand dollar card and a ten thousand dollar card and a fifteen thousand dollar card? So when you swipe that car for two thousand dollars, you're not even gonna take a big hit. You're still yeah. under your utilization. You got your car fixed and your credit is still perfect. Hey girl, I love it. <laughs> um, Melvin said, "Is paying direct a good idea?" Um, what do you mean as far as paying direct? Oh, he said auto pay. I mean, he said auto pay. Auto pay. Okay, so with auto pay, it really doesn't matter as long as the payment is on time. That's the best thing. So keep in mind, payment history is thirty five percent of your credit. So as long as you're making that payment on time, you're great. Um, so don't even keep think about an amount. So if you have a bill that's five hundred dollars and you miss a payment, your credit score is going to take a hit up to hundred points. If you Whoa. have a payment that's five dollars and you take a payment and miss a payment. Same thing. You're going to take a hit almost 100 points. The wow. credit bureau is not, they're not looking at the amount. They're looking at the action. They're not saying it's five or 500. They're saying it's a missed payment. We're going to, you're going to lose your points. Jeez. Yeah. So payment Nicole history said, is always number one. Nicole said she thought she was bad with nine. Oh, no. Go Girl, ahead. Girl, got double that. Go Nicole. ahead, double Get it. nine. Double Get, it. Get nine more. <laughs> Go ahead and double it. <laughs> Wow, you share some great stuff with us. Is there anything else, um, without giving all your secrets, is there anything else that you'll be willing to share with us today while we have you? I love this segment. Of course, of course. Now, the thing about it is I do credit repair, but not all everyone needs credit repair. I have some people that come to me and it's like, you know, my, my credit is bad. And mm-hmm. I take a look at their credit, and they don't have bad credit. They really just don't have any credit. Oh. So keep that in mind, you need to build your credit. Um, so one thing we already discussed was authorized users. Um, that'll help you get a score boost as well. Um, secure credit cards. You can always start off with secure credit cards. Um, the first place I'll go is your bank um, mm-hmm. because you already have a business relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get a secure credit card. Um, I always use Navy Federal because I got a lot of accounts with them. Um, after you have your secure credit card for about a good six months with good payment history, you have the potential for it to be non-secure. Um, and then they'll give you whatever you pay back, $250, $500, and give you like $1,000, $1,500 for a non-secure card. So that'll be one way you can. Okay. Um, I always tell my clients, do go to cheap right, route, because take, take in mind that the credit bureaus are not looking at accounts. So, you know, back in the day, you had little finger hut accounts. You right, have, right. They was ordering all the stuff. That's actually a good account to build your credit. Okay. So they're looking at your payment history and your utilization as long as you're keeping it low. So Fingerhut is really good. Um, self, self-lender. It's basically your certificate of deposit. You're paying yourself each month to put mm. money in um, your account. So that is really good um, to start building your credit. Make the payment on time. It, it looks like, okay, I have money going into account. My utilization low. That's good. Um, if you're an Apple user, Trigrain. Um, Trigrain, T-R-Y-G-R-A-I-N.com is really good when you're trying to build your credit too. Um, so you can do that. Um, and the last free one kickoff um, is $1 is a, um, electronic dollar. 
You mm -hmm. pay them back each month off the dollar they give you. It reports to the credit bureau. Wow. And they also have a $2 option, which is like $500. So if you get like an account for $20, it's like, okay, out of $500, they only use $20. Wow. So $480 is clear and you're paying back $2 a month to keep building your credit. Wow. So everything is not always bad credit. You know, you have sometimes you just need to build your credit. So right. see where you're at on your credit profile. Um, I use Credit Karma a lot. Um, even though Credit Karma is a vanity score, but I was like, it's a vanity score, not a good FICO. Mm -hmm. But if you have bad credit, what what doesn't matter what the score is? <laughs> <laughs> you just need the education. And Credit Karma is good for education because it shows you what your credit factors are. It shows you if you have your, you know, if your payment history, your utilization, what accounts are in collections, how yeah. many open accounts you have, um, your age of credit, and even your hard inquiry, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you look on Credit Karma and it was like, oh, your payment history, 96%. I got people like celebrating. I got 96%. That's not good. Because see, in school, we're taught 90 to 100 is an A. Right. When it comes to credit, anything under 100% is horrible. It's horrible. So that automatically mm -hmm. let lenders know, hey, you ain't got a missed payment somewhere. So you're not a good paymaster. Wow. Um, so utilize Credit Karma like the, you know, the free tools that you get to understand credit. Because if you ever look at a credit report, it's a whole bunch of numbers, accounts, X's, checks, right. black, green, red, and you don't know. And you can go right there to Credit Karma in like 10 seconds. I can look at anybody's credit uh, factors and say, hey, you missed the payment here. Who was the company? Utilization is too high. Um, you have like 10 entries when you're trying to buy a car. You have, you know, you got a lot of people trying to pull your credit. Um, and a tip for people who's looking to buy a car. If you have um, decent or good credit, stop going to these car dealerships and letting them pull your credit because they're shopping your credit for whoever can get you approved. They're not looking out for your best interest. So what I suggest you do is go to your bank and get a loan through your bank and your credit is being pulled one time. That mm -hmm. way you go into the car dealership with a check in hand and say, here's my $25,000, here's my $30,000. And I'm picking out a car in my budget based on what my check is versus going to a car dealership and they're shopping your credit with 10 right. banks, 15 different lenders. Now you got 15 different inquiries on your report and prayerfully you got approved. Because wow. I hate you have 15 inquiries and you still didn't get and approved. And you didn't get approved. And then you got to do something else. Oh my God. Woo. Paula said, this is great. Melvin yeah. says, so with auto pay, you don't have to worry about not paying on time. Correct. It depends on what you set it up. So auto pay is always good. So just make sure you set it up when it's uh, time to, I always set mine before payment. So like my car, like if I have a car payment, my car payment is due on the 17th. I automatically do it on the 14th because mm. one thing, what happens when there's a holiday or a weekend and they don't process it like the next business day and you like Memorial Day. So then yeah. you got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and the next day is going to process the next business day. You probably be late. Mm. Um, if you have it on auto pay that way. So if you're going to put your accounts on auto pay, make sure you have it on auto pay before the bill is due. I love it, girl. Tasha, girl. <laughs> um, Nicole said, facts. Um, I know I'm going to mess this up, and I'm so sorry. Refuglo Silver Jr. Um, said, hello, I'm Ray. Is it best to pay the credit card balance in full each month or try to carry some balance? It's always good to pay your balance in full. Um, just keep in mind your credit cards. Um, you have your statement date and your billing date. Um, well, your statement date and your due date. So mm -hmm. when your bill is due, is you have to pay. You're going to either pay half the portion or in full. But if you're paying before your statement date, 
you're paying it in full already and you're not incurring interest. So my thing is, if you're carrying a balance, do you want to pay the interest on it? Because you're paying interest on the balance that you're carrying. So if you got money to say, hey, you can have on my interest, go right ahead and carry a balance. But if you don't, then most definitely paying in full because that's how banks make money. They make money off of interest. So if you're paying in full before your statement date, you're most definitely going to save some money. Wow. Thank you. Melvin said, is it true they can't use medical bills against you for credit purpose? It depends on what you're doing. Um, I'm also a realtor. So you can look at hospital bills that count towards your debt to income ratio. So that most definitely is a negative. Um, it depends on if you're trying to buy a car, they're not looking at medical bills because it has nothing to do with a car. Um, but if you're looking at purchasing a home, yeah, they use that towards your debt to income ratio. So it is bad. So it depends on what you're trying to do with your credit, what those hospital um, bills do. Um, it's good you said um, medical bills. Keep in mind that hospitals are nonprofit organizations, even though mm -hmm. they make the most money. So they have like the most grant payment plans and things at the hospital. So if you go to the hospital and you don't have insurance, I will most definitely set up a payment plan to make sure that bill doesn't hit my credit. Or I will ask them, hey, what kind of grants do you have for someone that's under the um, under the poverty level or make this income? Mm -hmm. or, or can I pay $5 a month? So I would rather pay $5 a month, basically $60 a year um, mm -hmm. towards a hospital bill versus having a collection on my credit that's going to kill my score 80 to 100 points. Right, right. Love it. Um, Christian said, I had to learn the hard way. It, it's horrible to say, excuse me, to say the only run it four times. Then when you see your credit, they ran it 10 times. Must be for the car, like you were yeah, saying. Yeah, for the car. Yeah, that's most definitely what they do because they, they don't know exactly like how many times they're running because mm. it's not the salesperson that's running, it's their lending department. So they most definitely say, hey, I'm, I'm going to shop it a couple of times. But yeah, they mo whoever, because they're trying to get the deal. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I'm trying to get you into this car and I'm like, you know, I tried this company before and I ran it four times and I'm thinking maybe the fifth or sixth company mm -hmm. may do it. And they most definitely will run it like 10, 15 times. Yeah, that's what I was saying with the car. You got all those inquiries. And anytime yeah. you have a lot of hard inquiries, it's like you are begging for credit. You're begging for money. Anytime you got a lot of hard inquiries, let me put it like this. Anytime you got hard inquiries, that's not attached to an account, that's bad. Mm -hmm. So for me, I have accounts like hard inquiries with like Navy Federal, Capital, Chase Bank, American Express, but I have credit cards attached to them. So it makes sense for me to have a hard inquiry from someplace that I have a credit card or an account attached to. Gotcha. But if you have a lot of hard inquiries and no account attached to it, that's horrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Melvin said, thank you. I think we all want to thank you, Tasha. You're this was a great, great now. segment. Now, listen, y'all. Y'all better ask her before I, before we end this segment because she's very knowledgeable. She's sharing the information with us. So, I mean, do y'all have any more questions before, you know, I, I let her get back because I know she has a lot of things she has to do. Um, <laughs> you know, like, okay, we have someone else. We have Brian. He says, so proud of you. Keep doing you. You've done so much for me and taught me so much. Oh, amazing. Oh, you know what that is, Tasha? I, that's I, a, I appreciate it. I, I like to see my, my clients coming on. That's what I was about to say. I, I do. Those, those reviews. Yes. You had a real live testimonial on Facebook Live, on YouTube Live, on Twitch, <laughs> on podcast. <laughs> Natasha Brooks, your very own. She had a testimonial live. 
Y'all yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. Um, Quashetta said, how do you feel about trade lines? I love trade lines. Depends on what you're using the trade line for. Um, keep in mind, trade lines is good for boosting. You can't really say exactly how many points you're going to get. You know, that's the thing. Um, but when it comes to trade lines, I love trade lines, especially because to me, it's like a quick fix. Mm. So just say I'm in the 600s and I want to be like in the 700s or the high sixes to get this a card that I want with a low interest rate, most definitely trade lines. Um, but just keep in mind, trade lines only stay on your credit report for like 60 to 90 days. Ooh. So it's only for a quick fix for a trade lines. Now, if you're looking for something a little more long-term, then I most definitely would say, hey, somebody with good credit, maybe your mom, um, your grandparents, or somebody in your family that can add you on as an authorized user. That way, that trade line is a little more you know, long-term. You know, but for an actual trade line you're paying for 60 to 90 days, it's worth it. If you can get that uh, interest rate that's like 2 or 3%, get a trade line. I sell them. <laughs> she sell them. Y'all heard it. Right. You about to get a lot of, a lot of hits. They about to be contacting you. So, yeah, most definitely. Depends on what you're using it for. Just know what you're doing with it. Know what you're doing with it. Okay. Um, Denise Brooks said, awesome job, cousin. <laughs> Thank you, family. <laughs> um, Keisha Gibson said, when making a payment, is it good or bad to make double payments? It just depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to, um, are you paying for a house um, to kind of get your interest rate down? Are you paying on a car to get your interest rate down? Or is it just as a credit card bill, you're just trying to pay it off um, sooner? So it really depends. Um, most definitely, if you're looking to make double payments on a house, it is always good because you're saving money in the long run. Um, the more you pay, the less interest you're going to pay. Um, just keep in mind, if you're doubling payments, make sure you put that money towards principal only mm. and not interest. So make sure you specify this is for principal only for the okay. second payment to help you save on that interest. Um, same thing for cars. Um, cars compound interest daily for most companies, maybe monthly. So sometimes they may not allow you to do a double payment with just principal only. It, some has to go to interest. So mm -hmm. make sure you read your contract to see if you can. Um, for credit cards, the same thing for credit cards. Um, once you already hit that um, bill and due date and the interest are already on there, only thing you're doing is paying the bill down faster. You already incurred the interest. Mm. Listen, girl. <laughs> Listen, y'all don't be stingy. Y'all share the video. Other people need to know this information. Share, share, share. <laughs> Um, Koshetta says, so can you only utilize a trade line only for a car or anything you're trying to purchase within that time frame? It depends. If you're trying to buy a house, trade lines really don't work. Um, mm -hmm. Because you got to think about when you're looking at a lender, you're looking at a mortgage and you're looking at $175,000 to $50,000. They look a little more in detail. So they're pulling your, uh, you know, they're pulling your um, transaction through the IRS. Um, they're looking at your taxes. They're looking at your paycheck stuff. They're looking at your bank statement. Keep in mind when you use a trade line, there's going to be an address attached to your credit profile. So if you're using a trade line and you're is in Washington and you've been in South Carolina all your life, they're going to be like, I don't think this is her. It's not her account. Um, whereas if you're trying to purchase a car, they don't care. You probably be in Hawaii and it's in South Carolina. They'd be like, oh, her credit is 700. We're going to let, let her get this car. So it depends on what you're using it for. But in mortgages, they usually kind of see right through it if you're trying to buy a house with it. Okay, okay. Wow. I don't even, I'm speechless. I, I'm <laughs> speechless. I love this whole situation that's going on. I really do. Um, any more questions out there? Any more questions out there before, you know, I let her go? Because like I said, I know she got a lot to do. She can't be with us all night, y'all. So I'm going to give y'all about three minutes. 
I to see if there's any other questions which I need to ask Natasha. And then you guys are going to have to contact her. Give them that 1-800 number again and your contact information. Okay. Uh, telephone number 1-800-588-3905. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, for real estate, it is um, Natasha Brooks Realtor. Um, for my credit repair, it is Wealth Watchers Credit Solutions. Same thing on Instagram. And then on Instagram for my real estate is Florida Real Estate Queen. So contact me. Okay. Contact her. Um, Denise said dropping gems. Dropping gems. Oh. That she did today. Oh, you know, it's, it's good. You know, you have, it's, it's educa education is the key. Education is key. Absolutely. And we appreciate that. You know, a lot of people don't like to share the educational you know, things that we need to know that's perfect to us. So I really appreciate you. This was by far so great. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. Um, Brian said, I will share it and watch again to see what I missed. Absolutely. Watch it Thank over you. and over. I, I Learn some it. things. Share, share, share. We appreciate yeah, really it. Appreciate um, Booby said, Thank All right. Um, Pachetta said, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate We're going to have to bring you on again. Okay. You know what I'm thinking about doing? Uh -huh. You know what I'm thinking about doing, Natasha? Um, because I do need to start, like you said, with my business side. Mm -hmm. You know, um, okay. Demetri said she learned a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Who I appreciate you? that. You know, I'm thinking we should do some type of documentary. I don't know if that's possible, but you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Like from the beginning yeah. to the end. I think that'd be that's hot. Great. Let That'd be know. great. Yeah, I'm bored. Yeah. Well, trust me. Stay on when we finish. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's great info. Great info. It really was. Thank you. I appreciate um, Natasha, it. I don't want to hold you too long, but please stay on the line once we disconnect because okay. I do want to talk okay. you seriously. Um, you guys, thank you guys for engaging, tuning in. Make sure y'all share these videos. Share the wealth of knowledge. Um, very, very knowledgeable. So make sure y'all share. There are people out there that can utilize this. So don't be stingy with it. Share it, share it, share it. Uh oh, we got one more question. Um, Pushetta said, Do you help businesses with establishing credit? Yes, yes, I help businesses build credit. Um, that is a good conversation. I do consultations. One, because you want to make sure that your business is founded properly, you have to make sure that you build your business properly you know we want to make sure that when we go to um companies to get like credit cards line of credits and things like that we look like a big business you know you don't want to go in with like a gmail address or using your personal telephone number using your home address um right. as your business okay. address you know you want to make sure hey get a virtual address you know to make sure you had a business address if you don't have an actual building um, make sure you get like a Google telephone number. Um, you can use different apps for a telephone number. That most definitely makes it look more viable when it comes to you getting um, money from these banks or these lenders. Um, what did you have as a foundation um, for your LLC, um, uh, S Corp, C Corp? I mean, even a sole proprietorship. I, I really don't lean towards a sole proprietorship because you are your business. So if something happens, they, they sue your business. They basically sue on you. Um, so I don't lean too, too much towards sole proprietorship. But what's your business foundation? How did you build your business? So, yeah, I really dig deep and make sure you're, you when you get funded, it's good. They're looking at you like a big business. And that's what you're trying to be. You know, you're trying to be a Fortune 500 company.
Okay. Sound like Quachetta's going to be hitting you up pretty soon. She said exactly. <laughs> I definitely need to speak with you. I hope I didn't I'm all for it. I don't know if I put soap for partnership. I don't know, but I know it's not just me. So I know I didn't take that route. But anyway, I'm pretty sure you can help me get that squared away. We're going to talk, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> We're definitely going to talk. You guys, again, this was great. Um, since we started back over, we're going to give you another three minutes. If there's any other questions out there that y'all need answered, make sure y'all go ahead and put it out there before we disconnect, because I know she has to go back to her daily life. Um, Denise said, let me go ahead and schedule with you. Listen, I'm scheduling first because I told her to stay on after this segment. So you, you get her out. <laughs> but yes, this is great. This was definitely great. It was much needed. I learned a lot today, um, very much so. Um, and I know I already asked you twice, but just for the ones that's missed it, please give us your contact information. One, oh, wait, we have one more. Can you pin her um, information in the comments? I don't know if we can, Michelle, but what we're about to do, she's going to say that again. Because of the, the thing I'm using, the app I'm using, I don't know if we can... Pin it? I don't know. I'm sorry. But um, Natasha, I'm willing to. If you, you know, I have your information, I can go ahead and inbox it to Quachetta if you like, um, or you can inbox her or whatever. Quachetta, we'll make sure you go ahead and get that information, okay? Yes. We'll definitely do that for you today. I'm definitely. looking forward to assisting her. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, she has a business. Shout out to Quachetta. She has her business in Columbia, South Carolina. I said I was going to um, go there. Me and my daughter were going to, well, and the other boys. Look, I just left them totally out. But we're going to um, Florida, you know, for a week. And I need to go out there and get some things um, for me and my daughter. And then, of course, we know Denise. Denise Brooks has her online boutique, which is Jenny's Closet. Y'all make sure y'all hit her up. And we will be hitting up Natasha. We got to be boom. Look, what I say, not a hot girl summer, but a rich girl summer. We about to okay. do this thing. Let me, let me get a wealthy girl summer, okay? A wealthy girl summer. I like that even better. I like that even better. Um, but again, Natasha, how do we reach you one more time? All right. Uh, telephone number 800-588-3905. On Facebook is Natasha Brooks Realtor. Um, on Facebook for my credit repair is Wealth Watchers Credit Solutions. It's the same for Instagram. And on the Instagram for real estate, it is Florida Real Estate Queen. Florida Real Estate Queen. Got it. All right. Um, uh, it's Florida. It's FL. So it's not. It's not. Florida. Oh, it's just FL. Okay. FL Real Estate Queen. Trinette said, yes, wealthy girl summer. I like that. Yes. Look, look, another business opportunity. Go ahead and get you some shirts made. Wealthy girl summer. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, there you go. Well, most definitely when I get them, go ahead and tag you, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, wealthy girl, some I love it. I love it. You guys, I appreciate this. All this engagement was awesome. So much love. Again, Natasha, thank you for for coming on, it taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on and talk to me and share the knowledge. It's greatly appreciated. And, and as we always say, as we always say, let's get this out with Freema. Peace and love. All right. See y'all later. Bye. See you later. Bye.